What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cine Games Podcast. I am your host, Nick, and I am joined, as always, by Jonah. Hey, what's up, everybody? And Mojo. Yo! And we got a good amount of news for you today. Mm-hmm. Considering we've been gone for two weeks. Yeah, yeah we took a week off. Took yeah. the week off for Mother's Day. Just yeah. let everybody do their own thing. And We were we're busy, it happens. Trying to get the the room set up, but we're still working on that. But we do have our new mics now, so that's... Yeah, we all three have them. Good news, so hopefully we sound a little better on the ears. Um, So, I don't know, what do you guys want to start with? Uh, I mean, we've had a lot of news. Uh, We can, we can, you know, it's... uh, I don't know, really. Let's it's, jump into the highlight. Let's jump into that Tony Hawk. The Tony Hawk news is the biggest game. news, I, yeah. th- I feel like. Yeah, I mean, it's, weeks. it's one of the best game reveals we've had in a while. Since Absolutely. We've not, we've not really had many. No, and the fact that we're getting both one and two yeah. at the same time. They look gorgeous. I, I'm so excited. I haven't I, played a skate game in a long oh, man. time. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, a little more faith knowing that it's done by the team that redid the three Crash Bandicoot games. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we know they did a really good job on them and kept them true to what they were. Yeah. So, it's going to be really nice. It's going to be very polished. Which I wonder if we're going to get any kind of gameplay, uh, like, up reses or anything. I mean, the gameplay was good in them, but I feel like they could I mean, tweak it a little bit and make it better. Well, they're doing that by adding in the stuff that wasn't added in until uh, 3 like two and three. Okay. So like all the stuff with one, you're going to be able to do reverts, uh, manuals, wasn't in one. Now they are. Uh, spine transfers, wasn't put in until I think four. So all the upgrades they've done, you know, later on in the actual original games are being retroactively put into the remakes of two, one and two. What about a. I, want, I didn't see any ability to get off of your skateboard. No, know. that wasn't until Underground. Yeah, no. I know. I wonder if they'll implement that. No, there's no point. The way those games were built, there's yeah, no point in you. having that. I, just, I felt like that just added a little bit more freedom to the games, being able to jump off your skateboard and then set up for a new trick. But I get it. The, maps yeah. are, the way the maps are laid out, you don't need to. It's not necessary. Yeah. All I'm excited for is the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, the, the original soundtrack is going to be on it. Yeah, they announced that there were songs that they couldn't get. Yeah, but um, the majority of the original soundtrack will be on the game. So. Yeah, the only one of any real significance I saw that isn't bring, being brought back is uh, Bring the Noise mm-hmm. by Pub- Public Enemy, I think. Yeah. Um, that's the only one of really any significance. There was like a one Suicidal Tendency song. But... But there was some other stuff I'd never even heard of. So. Yeah, all those games had killer soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. Gonna be I mean, that's what that's what introduced us to a lot of those. It's funny. Bands a couple weeks ago, when we were doing our remakes, I, I mentioned Tony Hawk Underground, and they're bringing back one and two now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's possible they could do that in the future. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you never know. anything is possible right now at this point. Um, Summer Games Fest. Jeff Keeley has already outdone himself. Yeah, there's. I mean, we've already got great announcements, and there's. Still just more to come. Oh, yeah. We've got until August. There's plenty more coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So many more game reveals are going to be happening over the next couple months. So, yeah. Speaking of the Summer Games Fest, we also got the reveal of Unreal Engine 5. Oh, God. Which was running completely on a PS5. Now, obviously, it's not... That's not a full game that's being made. That's just a tech demo. It's built to make it 
to show you how good it can and look. We're not going to see a lot of games made with this engine for a little bit. Yeah, they said 2021 yeah, is when be, it's going to be out for other people yeah. to use. We're going to have a lot of games that are running 30 frames in Unreal Engine 4 for a little while just because yeah. they're trying to make it compatible with the PS4 because PS4 is still going to be putting out games and they're going to yeah. all the games are going to have to be on both systems so they've got to make it compatible. Yeah. But um, but what we saw of it looked fucking amazing. Oh my god! I mean, dude. the lighting, so many triangles. <laughs> oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. But it just it just looked so smooth. Yeah, everything about it, just the way the light moved, the mm-hmm. way, the way the sound, the god um, rays were incredible. Yeah, they also just a little announcement they had in there. Don't really mean anything to us because we don't play Fortnite anymore. But uh, Fortnite will be a launch game, I think, or somewhere around launch for PS5. Yeah. And they will be upgrading it into Unreal 5. Um, Balls on those people. So, yeah, they're going to be pretty much redoing the whole game in the new engine. I mean, we've seen Fortnite come a long way. Yeah, I mean, it's already had an upgrade once or twice that we know of since it's been out. It looks ten times better than it did when it released. Yeah. Let's see. Um, speaking of the Summer Games Fest, there's not really anything supposed to happen this week or the next couple of weeks. The next thing um, that's going to happen is June 9th. It's the Steam Game Festival. Um, and then just a couple of days after that, we get um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, we so, got the, the whole big long reveal of that. And I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. It's probably a lot of us. Uh, it's probably like. I would say for most of us, in our top three most anticipated games of the year. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for it for sure. Like, I know for me it was it was Final Fantasy VII, Last of Us, and Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, which really Cyberpunk didn't get me hopped up until they showed me Keanu, and when they showed me Keanu, I was like, "Yep, I'm in. That's all you need to show me." Yeah. I'm set. Like so. that. That was real. The big reveal for Cyberpunk. We've already had it. It was. It was Keanu Reeves. Yeah. There's. There's not much more other than like full on like gameplay. Oh, there's hang not on, much. Hang on. What about the other big reveal we got? Oh, uh, customizing <laughs> your genitals. Oh yeah, that's um, fantastic. <laughs> Show me your genitals. Love to see where that genital. goes. That's going to be interesting. So many memes. People are always be made. say we need better character customization. I don't know how much how much more you can get. That, that's that's <laughs> top of the line. There's there's nothing else you can do. That's it. That's the game. Shout out to the manginas out there. I can't. Wait. <laughs> so, on the completely non-adult side of things, uh, Paper Mario: The Origami King was also announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never played a Paper Mario, but I've I've always been interested in them. I just never never got around to them. So, and you know, typically, I mean. There, you can't hardly name a bad Mario game. Yeah. So it's you know it's going to be great um, in some capacity for some people. Again, like you said, you've never played one. I've never played it, but it, it looks good. Yeah. Um, I I won't. I, like I said, I'm not bashing Mario whatsoever. Mario has a great track record for the people that like Mario games. I just mm-hmm. I haven't really played a Mario game. Really sat down and played one since Mario 64. Yeah. That's my only thing. I mean, it's just Mario. Yeah, uh, other than Mario Kart, really, not done anything with Mario. But to each their own, Mario's popular to a lot of people. That's their favorite video game character. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have a time with Paper Mario. I mean, you can't really name a more iconic character than Mario at this no, point. No, especially one that's lasted for 
almost 40 That's, years. Argument can be made for uh, Zelda, but you know most of those people can't tell which one's Zelda and which <laughs> exactly. one's Link. Exactly, they don't even know that Link's his name. Like they just think it's Zelda. But no, Mario's been around since like 1982, so he's going on 40 plus years, close to 50. So, like that's insane mm-hmm. in in and of oh, itself. Yeah. Like, so. So yeah, um, I don't really know any more game news that we'll. That uh, we got we, we got some game we got Ghost of Tsushima. Stuff. Oh yeah, no, um, obviously. Yeah, yeah that that's, forgot that evidently. Yeah, that's that's a game that we're looking that's slowly creeping up there. Yeah, that it, I'm looking forward to for the rest yeah, of the what year. What was that? A six minute trailer? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't really call it a trailer. It was kind of more just a walkthrough, yeah. just showing off the the ways the game is. I'm like, just. I'm just glad I don't have to get off my horse to talk to an NPC. Yeah, or or to collect bamboo and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. Like you can just run by it and hit the button mm-hmm. and you'll collect it. Which I mean, which was a great feature in a lot of games. Like Odyssey took that on for yeah. collecting ammo for arrows, same mm-hmm. way that Horizon did it. Horizon was the best crafting game as far as just grabbing stuff and crafting it yeah. real quick. Yeah. Unlike, you know, Red Dead stuff like that where you have a two to Five second animation of yeah. doing picking it. something up. Yeah, we or, don't we don't need cinematics for crafting. That's no, not a thing yeah. that we need in our lives. And then I mean, The Last of Us had a quick crafting ability if you had the materials to do it. Yeah, like, but that was also like you just grabbed it and you yeah. went on, and then you built it in real time. Like yeah. it wasn't something that really got in the way of anything. No, but m- more or less from my excitement for Ghost of Tsushima is the fact. And I told Nick this, the Akira, Kurosa- Akira Kurosawa mode. Um, if you don't know who that is, he's a famous director. He's directed a bunch of Japanese films. Um, Seven Samurais is one of his best films. Uh, there's several more than I'm forgetting off the top of my head. As long as it wasn't Ronin. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Seven Samurai is basically what Star Wars is based off of. So No, I was thinking of Great Wall, the one with Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Chinese that, ponytail movie. I was, um, <laughs> I was trying to trash on but I as, completely missed as, it as Jimmy calls the Chinese Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel calls it the Chinese ponytail movie um, but basically all the mode is you can play the game in black and white and it makes it feel like an old school Japanese film yeah that's awesome that that really just sold the game for me right there I mean I was already excited for the game anyway but mark me down day one that's that's yeah. the game I'm playing I'm interested on. but I'm not gonna more than likely I'm not gonna play it in black and white oh, no I definitely I, I will play it in black and I, white there's just, people like you out there that are really excited about that but I, I'm I just I just like Japanese films and <laughs> films in general but the fact that I can play a game completely in black and white and it'd be like a certain mode and I don't have to change settings and you know, shit. my yeah. favorite Japanese film is Kung Fu Hustle God, no Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. I apologize. Very different. (laughs) Shaolin soccer. (laughs) I forgot all about that. So yeah, I mean, um, I liked everything I saw. I think the game looks beautiful. Absolutely. But the only thing I I need to see, like, I don't feel like they showed the combat well enough for me to understand it. No, not yet. Like. Like, they had the, if you pay attention, there's, like, dots in the bottom left corner. And I don't know, understand if that's, like, stamina, like in, like, a Dark Souls. Or because like combo points. Yeah, because, like, when he when he attacks, they'll go down. Like, when he does certain things, they go down. But they didn't really even talk about that. Like, the, it was on the screen, but they never talked about it. So, I don't really understand exactly how it works. At a certain point, you start to wonder whether or not companies are showing you too much information. 
with trailers. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They didn't re- reveal much story stuff. I mean, or re- hardly anything. Yeah, they don't need to. But they need to explain but, yeah. how systems work if they're going to do like a deep dive like that. If Absolutely. they show a gameplay reveal trailer, I feel like we really need to understand the gameplay as opposed to them just showing off other stuff that we don't need to know about yet. Yeah. And if they promise gameplay, show us gameplay. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, <laughs> bull crap. But yeah, we don't we don't need to go into that. That's been talked to death. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to talk about Assassin's so, Creed. So, uh, did you find any movie news? Because I've got no, I've not got really. There's, it's been quiet. Coronavirus has kept everything really quiet, other than what we talked about before the show of Tenant. You know, they Warner Brothers is trying to keep that movie on the July release date, and I just don't see it happening. And I know Christopher Nolan wants it there. He's fighting hard for it, but it it's it's gonna be tough with everything going on. I look for that film to probably not come out till maybe October, maybe not even till next year, yeah. which would suck because I'm really looking forward to that movie. But because it's Christopher Nolan, and you can't not look forward to a Christopher Nolan yeah, film. Yeah, at the same time, I want I want it to be in a spot where movie theaters are, are open mm-hmm. and everybody can feel free to go and mm-hmm. not you know have to worry about catching anything. Yeah. And I want the movie to do well because obviously I want Christopher Nolan to do well. Yeah, which the good thing is movie theaters going to be opening up, opening back up here in a few couple weeks at thirty three percent capacity. Yeah, and basically means you're going to have to sit every other seat from or every couple seats from somebody. You know, you're not going to be. Wrong. I wonder if they're going to do that for like family members and stuff like that. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Unless so. it's a small child that yeah. you absolutely have to have sit beside you. Yeah you're going to be at least two seats apart from somebody. Yeah. Um, other, one more movie news thing, uh, New Mutants. Yeah, it finally Re- got another release date. Rescheduled for August 28th, um, 2020. I, at this point, I, I'm looking for, I've been looking forward to the film to. for forever. Yeah. Um, the, the film has been uh, delayed at least three times. Uh, actually, this is its fifth release date. Fifth release date, yes. Um, which, compared to the Fox-Disney merger, um, yeah, it, <laughs> it's it gone through developmental hell. Uh, but the movie is done. Uh, it's complete. It's ready to go. It's been sitting there. It's just having the chance to release it. Uh, but hopefully this sticks, finally. It was literally supposed to be out during this whole coronavirus. It was supposed to be out in, like, February or March. Or I believe, no, maybe April, I think. I can't remember. They've had so many fucking release dates. The movie I can't was remember. originally slated to hit theaters April 13th, 2018, before yes. it was pushed to February 22nd, 2019. Yes. It was later postponed to August 2nd, 2019, and then to April 3rd, 2020. Yes. It's been fucked over by everything. <clears throat> it's literally, the Disney Fox merger has kind of fucked it over. Fox themselves fucked it over, and then now coronavirus. <laughs> Basically, the world does not want this movie to come out for some reason, and I don't understand why. Um, at this point, if I'm Disney, you got the right. To, yeah, you want to release in theaters? Go ahead and release it on Disney Plus. Just, yeah. just go for it. Well, I, I was, I saw here. Um, let's see. Yeah, IGN. Uh, I think it was posted today. But it says, uh, why the New Mutants can't debut on Disney Plus or Hulu? It it has something to do with I bel- something in Fox's thing. It, it has something to do with the way the Fox deal is structured. And that certain you can't release certain movies on there just as of... Like, Disney has the rights to Star Wars, but they couldn't release 
Solo, which has been out for two years. Oh, um, right here. It's, uh, according to Variety, Disney is contractually obligated to theatrically release all finished movies or films in post-production that were part of Fox's schedule at the time of the acquisition. Yes. So they have to release it in theaters. Yeah. That that's the shitty thing. If 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 they could get out of that, the, Disney wants to get out of that for sure, because that way they can control the certain movies. But then again, it really when Disney doesn't release those movies, Disney doesn't need doesn't need to care if a movie sucks or not. <laughs> They've got billions of dollars. Okay, yeah. Disney is the evil empire of the entire world. don't get me started (laughs) so a movie fails for disney you know it's just like nah whatever we'll scrape it under so really releasing new mutants is a win-win for them in a way i mean if it succeeds they get all the profit if it doesn't oh well they've got plenty of money in their supply yeah i mean honestly they kind of need it where they've had to delay all the other Marvel movies back. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. Even though it's not a MCU movie, it's nice to have a Marvel movie out in theaters. They so. also took a pretty big hit on uh, Onward, I believe. But Yeah, Onward, they lost a little bit of money. Um, because, you know, that was a film that they were really settling on. Especially early in the year for animated movies. Which, very solid movie. Really enjoyed Onward. Um, here's, a th- here's, a, here's another problem that I think that we're going to have. Um, what did you say the new Mutants release date was? Uh, April no, 16th. No. no, April 3rd was the last one. It's August. Um, ooh, you're going to have to give me a second. I lost the article. Okay. August, uh, yeah, I think it was August 26th, maybe is what it said. Do we know of any prominent characters that are going to be in New Mutants? Cause no. I, I, I haven't heard of anybody that I know of. The only, I mean, other than the actors themselves... Um, there's really no major characters that are supposed to be in it. That's why it's called the New Mutants. <laughs> I feel you, but I feel like they would have been going off some sort of base material for the movie, like Suicide Squad and Mm-mm. you know other movies like that. They're just sort of divergent from what we've known. Yeah, we still know the characters, even if we're not that familiar with them. No, I get it. I totally get it. Um, what I was gonna say is. Where it's releasing a couple weeks after this next movie, it's lucky because Wonder Woman 1984 comes out two weeks beforehand. Hmm. So it's going to capitalize on Wonder Woman being out for three weeks. So that's a good thing. But yeah, August twenty eighth. Still, it's oh boy, that movie's got a long hill to go. Yeah. Hell, we don't know if that movie's even going to come out this year. We we really don't. At this point, no, you don't. With Especially with new movies. Anything can happen in the next couple of weeks. If you're looking so. forward to a movie coming out, just assume it's going to be delayed this year. Yep, pretty much. If not until at least October, November. Because this year's going to be backlogged on movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next year's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of movies that are supposed to come out this year are coming out next year. Like, they've already pushed, um, I think... Milan is pushed to next year. Isn't Black Widow? Yeah, Black Widow's in November. Okay. So is that Disney doing that, or is that a public domain thing? Oh, it's Disney. No, it's a Disney. Okay. They're remaking the. Yeah, they're, they're staying more true. Yeah, to I the, heard Mushu wasn't going to be in it. But no, I couldn't remember if Disney. was Yeah, Disney. they're staying more true to the actual tale. Yeah, yeah. Because animated, you you make the animated movie for kids and stuff like that. That's why you add a character like Mushu. 
Uh, uh, forgive me, but if I'm not mistaken, there's some rape involved in the original tale. Okay, they'll take that <laughs> out, but they're like, there's not going to be some mythical little dragon that goes <laughs> like that. There's not going to be a cricket following them around. Yeah. Like, it's going to be more serious and actually true to the original tale of Milan. But yes, there are some dark parts into that, but it's Disney, so we're going to avoid all that. Yeah, all those tales have some really dark things, dark yeah. themes. Yeah, we. Even, we'll, even watching the. Uh, new jungle book remake I, I i didn't know the original story all i've ever seen is the disney version mm-hmm. so that that kind of hit me hard i was like oh my god yeah, yeah they're all based on a lot darker yeah. darker stories but you have to make them kid friendly so all right so i guess anyway. we'll uh get into our main topic of the show today yes, I'm we're gonna talk so. about our 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 uh unpopular opinions for video games and films okay so uh so yeah, just things that the majority of people, the internet, you know, just don't agree with. So, uh, Jonah, if you want to start us off with something. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to go with my patented one that I always say, um, and people look at me like I'm stupid when I say it, Forrest Gump is the worst movie of all time. Lies. It is terrible. I love Forrest Gump. I'm glad you do. It is absolutely terrible. Yeah. I liked it when I first watched it. But, you know, seeing it more, I understand. It, it is kind of... It, it's just... I know it's a movie. I get that. But if you're trying to come off as this being, I guess, believable, you're telling me that this one dude can be involved in every single major event that happens in American history from the 1940s to the 1990s and not get any recognition... The dude create hell is co-founder of the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Dude is from the city. And when he's sitting there on the bench, nobody recognizes him. Dude went to Vietnam. Nobody recognizes him. Dude is a world champion ping pong player. Nobody recognizes him in his own hometown. Like even dude is an all American at Alabama, one of the most prestigious and historic football programs of all time, and plays for Bear Bryant. Literally shook hands with Lyndon B. Johnson. And JFK. And you know what? Nobody from his own fucking town recognizes him. The dude created the smiley face t-shirt. He literally ran across the country and grew a big fucking beard and got tired and went back home. And it was big national news. Yet nobody can fucking recognize this man. To be fair, he shaved the beard after he got Who home. gives a shit? <laughs> that he was, his name, he's, he introduces himself. Huh, I'm Forrest, Forrest Gump. And then he literally says when he's getting interviewed while he's running, yeah, my name's Forrest Gump. How, how the fuck do you not know? <laughs> The movie is stupid. Look, I fell in love with that movie as a kid. I get His it. mom is a slut. Jenny's a bitch. That kid has AIDS. We all know it. God, that was harsh. I fucking hate that movie. Even Bobby Boucher gets recognized. Yes! <laughs> and another, another reason why I hate that movie is because it won fucking Best Picture at the Oscars that year over films like, I don't know, Shawshank Redemption, which is fucking fantastic, or, I don't know, Pulp Fucking Fiction. Yeah, no, but we'll go with the fucking retard that can't fucking spell his own fucking name and runs like a goofy-ass, lanky, fucking baby deer bullshit. Both of those movies should have won. I Absolutely. Agree. I agree with that completely. I love Shawshank, one of my top five movies of all time. However, so is Forrest Gump. Well, you know what? Forrest Gump can go fuck itself. I get it. There's a lot of inaccuracies and stuff in that movie, and a lot of stuff doesn't make sense, but I love the movie. The dude also, he's the one that broke the Watergate scandal. The biggest scandal in political history. How interesting was that to watch, knowing what was happening, even though you know it's bullshit. 
but like just the way that they did it he's just in his hotel room he's like hey there's a yeah there's some guys over there with flashlights i don't know what they're doing uh there's something weird going on at the Watergate Hotel. I think the electricity might be out of something. Uh, like, <laughs> you're, like, seeing those. The movie is so fucking dumb. I get it. At the time, the CGI that's in it, where they put him in the same you know video as JFK or uh, Lyndon B. Johnson or something like that. I mean, damn, that's cool. And at the time, rev- really great that you could do that. Movie does not hold up at all. The storyline's bullshit. The characters are absolute trash, and um, yeah, it's a fucking terrible movie. Fight me on it. I don't care. One of the most dramatic moments in movie history was, Forrest, I want to go home. Yeah. That hit. No. That hit me. Yeah. Yeah, no. All right, so moving on for Forrest Gump. Fuck that movie. (laughs) Well, Joe, what do you got? I am not crazy about Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's okay to me. I, like I get it. Everybody loves Jurassic Park. I love the actors in it, but at the same time, it's just it. It was never something that I I, I maybe watched the movies once, mm-hmm. and it just never hit home for me. I don't. I can't explain it. It's not like this big thing or anything for me. I, I will say for that, and I, I totally get that. I'm I'm not going to argue that at all. There are some points of it where it doesn't hold up, in a sense. Um, at the time when the movie was released and you saw the T-Rex, that was fucking unbelievable. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking 27 years later now. Which I haven't watched them in like 20 years. So, um, that being said. I recently watched it because I platinum the Lego Jurassic World game. And that you play the whole movie through. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go back and watch Jurassic Park. I really enjoyed it, you know, for what it was worth. Um, but I, I, I totally get that too. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I, I love the movie, but it does. I can see why people wouldn't. Yeah. Necessarily I've never enjoy been crazy it. about them. Yeah, no. Like, because the, the thing is, I feel like that it gets hurt by its sequels. Yeah, because the sequels I, I are kind of trash. I can see that too, especially I've not watched any of the new ones, but I hear they're not good. Um, the Lost World is okay. It's just that it's weird building around Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum's character, and then Jurassic Park Three is just a colossal failure from the very beginning. Especially when you know Doctor Grant talks to a fucking raptor, literally talks to a raptor. Um, it's kind of dumb. Yeah. And, yeah, the, the rest of that movie is just absolute dog shit. And, like, okay, the first one was interesting. I, I'll definitely give you that. It was interesting. It was not one of my favorite movies as a kid. Definitely not up there. The sequels, I watched them. Didn't like them, especially the one where, uh, who was it? Uh, the old, the dude from the first one was looking for a kid or something. Yeah, it's the third one. Yeah, I don't remember that much about it because I wasn't yeah. interested. I, I mean... Playing back through the game, I remember the parts of it, but I haven't watched the third one but since. But two it. and three bothered me so bad and pulled me so far away from the series that I haven't watched the new Chris yeah. Pratt movies. Yeah, I haven't and, even watched them. And that's 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 the thing that I'm saying that the sequels hurt the original film. So that in that sense, I can totally get that on the Jurassic Park front for sure. So, all right, Nick, what you got? Right, well, uh, I'll stick with movies for right now since that's what you two did. I don't think Suicide Squad is that bad. That's a very hot take. 
Like I, I really don't think it's as bad as people say it is. I I don't remember that much, to be fair. <laughs> like, I remember uh, quite a bit because it's ingrained in my damn brain. We watched it, and then normally we have those long discussions about a movie. Afterwards, we'll go outside and have a cigarette and talk about the movie. Yeah. I feel like we didn't have that long long of a conversation after that movie. No. Like, yeah. it was pretty much I mean, I, smoke one cigarette and walk away. To I me, see that, the but. movie's not special for me in a lot of ways, mainly because <laughs> I think Jared Leto's over the top. As the Joker, I get it. The Joker is crazy and maniacal, but you can only do so much before it becomes a little fucking annoying. Plus, another thing is that I hate that they didn't only had him in for like three scenes. Yeah, I mean, they did him dirty. I yeah, mean, they, they did. did. They didn't let him shine to even show if he could do it. But yeah. And the stuff they kept in was just awful. Yeah, I mean. So it kind of ruined it for him. The, and then I just hate the whole fact that they're on a mission to save Amanda Waller. Like that's that's kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's that's some shit she would do. I oh mean, yeah, because Amanda Waller's a bitch. Exactly. I mean, I I don't. Th- I mean, it's not the most you know amazing superhero movie. I mean, <laughs> it's not. But I don't. I think that everybody's performance is pretty good. I mean, Jared Leto, what he gets to do, I don't think it's terrible. I don't. He's definitely not the best Joker or nothing. <laughs> but I think everybody's performance is good. I think the story is. Is decent enough. I mean, it does the job. I mean, it's not some big overarching thing, but you get to know the characters, you know, a decent amount, especially if you don't know them. Um, Killer Croc's kind of dumb. But, yeah. But I mean, you got a what's a Will slip, sh- Slipknot? He he's literally in it for like two seconds. Yeah, that's fucking dies. great. I love that's it. It's like, uh-uh. I love it. I will say, Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang yeah. is really really Will funny. Smith is Floyd Lawton. Was Will's, yeah, great. that was really that, good. Was, that, that was that was, that was the best part of the. It movie does suck he won't be coming back. Yeah, but yeah. well, the, they've kind of, from what I gather from James Gunn, is that Idris Elba, because he's who's going to replace Will Smith as Deadshot. From what I gather, they're not going to call him Floyd Lawton. Well, I mean, so they're going to call him something else. That way, if Will Smith wanted to come back, they could do his character too. Yeah. Like if they if they did, are they doing another Suicide Squad yeah. movie? Okay, yeah. I want to see Slade Wilson portrayed well. Yeah, he's gonna be in it. Is he? Because I haven't so. seen anything about it. I don't know. Yeah, no, dude. Suicide, dude. James Gunn is yeah, directing James doing Suicide Squad. Okay. It's it's yeah. kind of a soft reboot. They're calling it just Suicide Squad. Oh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, the Suicide okay. Squad. Like it's not it's not necessarily gonna continue the story. Oh, is it? I thought it they is. said it wasn't. Nope. It is. Um, it's going to have everybody back. Well, I know. I know. But that. no, it's a. It's a. It's a standalone sequel. Okay. I mean, um, I haven't seen a really good portrayal of Slade since the Teen Titan animate animated series, and that was like I said, the Teen Titan animate. It was an animated series. I haven't seen a good live action portrayal of Slade. They did it in Arrow, but. I just couldn't get behind the guy that they cast. He played Crixus in, uh, God, uh, Spartacus, and I feel like that was his destined role, and he shouldn't have done anything else after that because I just can't get behind him. Um, he also played in The Hobbit. Let's see. So, of course, Margot Robbie's back as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Viola Davis is back as Amanda Waller. Joel Kinnaman's back as Rick Flagg. Jack Courtney's back as Captain Boomerang. Um, there's also going to be Polka Dot Man, King Shark, Ratcatcher, and then Idris Elba's going to be in it. John Cena's in it. Nathan Fillion's in it. Uh, Pete Davidson's in it. Uh, Michael Rooker. Taika Waititi. That's Watiti. an interesting cast. Yeah, they've got a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. I want to. 
I'm curious who John Cena is going to play in the scheme of things. Probably uh, King Shark, I guess. I no, uh, he's actually uh, King Shark's just going to be a voice. Um, so I don't know. I could see them casting John Cena as Slade, maybe. I wouldn't. That's. I think that's awful. Yeah, that's awful enough. casting to me. Michael yeah. Rooker's a blue guy from Guardians, right? Yondu. Yeah. Yondu. Yeah. I mean, he could do this Slade. He could. Like, okay, with Slade, the only yeah. thing... Well, I, I could depends. see it. I, actually, yeah. so Idris Elba, I was reading right there, they're having him play a completely different character. So he's not even going to be dead shot. That way, they can, that way they could leave it open for Will Smith. I could see Idris Elba being Deathstroke. Well, yeah. Okay. That. Well, now, I would fucking go for okay, that. Yeah. Deathstroke, we just need a good voice. Because they can get away with covering his face the entire thing, and that'd be perfectly fine. But... Because I mean, ninety percent of the time, he's his face is covered. Cause it, was it a burn or something? I can't remember that he the reason he constantly wears a mask. Well, it's part partly because his eyes gone. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. So yeah, that's mine. I don't think Suicide Squad is all that bad. So uh, Jonah, what's your? You got another one? <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's about video games. Uh, this is really all I have besides Forrest Gump and this one. Um probably gonna think i'm kind of hypocritical considering i play something of this game call of duty is the most overrated gaming franchise of all time hmm. it's literally just another war game set in a different time it's assassin's creed with guns see i don't i get it but like going by the internet i wouldn't say i mean you you have the vocal vocal majority that is always online saying call of duty sucks yeah, but in deep but, down, they I mean, really don't think that. They're just saying it to be cool. I'm saying yeah. it because I believe it. I will sit here and say Call of Duty sucks, but I will buy the next one. That's I think, <laughs> and the reason we do is because I don't think Call of Duty is bad. I think it's honestly one of the best first-person shooters there is. I think that it has some of the best gunplay and the best like feeling movement. I don't always like every single one of them, but I think that they are definitely a master class of what they do. The thing is, though, there's really nothing else to to compete with it, hardly. Yeah, I mean... So that's what you're left with, and to yeah. me, it's just like... I mean, every other first-person shooter that is trying to be realistic misses the mark to Call of Duty. Yeah. They, they just don't hit it right. There's other games that come out and branch out and do new things and do them a lot better than Call of Duty, but Call of Duty's doing its own thing. It's mm-hmm. being a realistic first-person shooter. Well, you got Overwatch being over here with this fantastical, uh, crazy weapons and jumping all over the place, and it's yeah. fantastic, but it's fantastic for a different reason as a first-person shooter. Honestly, I'll tell you this right now, um, and you all know how much I hate Overwatch. If Overwatch actually had a story, which two will, I will play that more than a Call of Duty story. Oh yeah, I mean I agree. Call of Duty stories aren't nothing, nothing special. And I the and the multi- which, I mean, I mean, which they know it's not. That's why they're eight hour campaigns. Now, yeah, and like, the multiplayer, they really pride themselves on the multiplayer. Um, actually, I'm going to say this again. I think Overwatch's multiplayer is better, but. Wow. And I hate right. Overwatch. I mean, I also agree that Overwatch is better. Yeah, I but uh, I think Siege is better, obviously. I think Siege has oh. the best gunplay there is right now. Yeah. But, I mean, between if I'd rather play Call of Duty or Siege, I'm picking Siege. Yeah. Call of Duty so. is mindless fun. Yeah. That it's is, just there's been so many of them 
that it's I feel like it's oversaturated. A little yeah, bit. I mean they don't they don't necessarily do anything special no. between each game. It's always the same same engine, same, you know, stuff, but it, I do feel like they're one of the best at what they do. If they didn't come out every year, I think the franchise would be more special. Yeah. But that, that'll they, never happen. They took three years, say, or two years even, and they've got three different teams working on different games that mm-hmm. release one year after another. Yeah, and that's and how that's, they've been doing that's it. That's what drowns out Call of Duty, and it just yeah. sort of waters it down. And that's why if they had all three teams working together on one, one game every three years. Put, but, holy shit. Put, put, um, see, I'm torn between that because, like, I think Treyarch does the best multiplayer. Yeah. But I also would want them to do zombies. Like, let Sledgehammer do the story. Let Treyarch do zombies and let Infinity Ward do multiplayer. And just to just well, to get just a, let Treyarch make the Call of Duty games and have them spread out over a few year period and put Sledgehammer on a completely different game. Yeah, I let, mean, let them do something different. Yeah, like they're their own studio. And the thing they don't is, have to make a Call of Duty game. I think every studio kind of strives to be Naughty Dog because Naughty yeah. Dog doesn't release a game unless it's perfect. Yeah. Which, granted, there's still even minor, tiny things, which that's every game. Yeah. But Naughty Dog literally doesn't release a game until it's perfect. Yeah. And, I mean, the biggest thing that aggravates me about uh, Call of Duty is, like, where they take their teams at Activision and they just put them on making maps. Like, Raven yeah. Software. Raven made a first-person shooter called Singularity, mm-hmm. which is fucking fantastic. And I think it might have been their last game they made. Raven also made X-Men Wolverine Origins. Yep. And now they just make map packs. Yeah. Same with Neversoft, who used to make Tony Hawk. I mean, they just take their studios that aren't making them enough money and put them on Call of Duty. Yeah. Which I feel like if... I mean, I get it. They're going to make that money, obviously. Yeah. But... I just feel like if you combined all the studios working together on one complete polished game, you would have one badass first-person shooter. Yeah. So. I agree. So. Mojo, right. your next one. I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this one, but Crash Bandicoot sucks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll give it to it. Back in the day, it had you know unique gameplay. It was interesting. Not interesting enough to keep my attention very long. It didn't really do anything other than jumping and running. And people praise it to be this amazing game that I mean, it, it it's just at the time you didn't have that much, and yeah. I, it took the re-release, the Insane Trilogy re-release, for me to realize that Spyro that holds up. Well, that was a good game. Crash, no. Uh, another thing with Crash is they did mess with the physics a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing; it made the game a lot harder. Like they did something with the way he jumps, and it was it made it harder. So yeah, it. Uh, Going back and playing the originals compared to the insane, or they're a little, they're a little more simplified. They're not as hard. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really say simplified because they didn't really change much. It's just something in the code they did messed with how it felt. I also don't think Crash is as amazing, but I still love it. Like yeah. it, Spyro is way better to me. Oh Absolutely. yeah, because I, I get the Spyro hop. I, I remember Spyro. Yeah. I still I've, I played the remake of Spyro and it was gorgeous. Absolutely. I just never felt that way about Crash, and people put it in that same category yeah. with Spyro as an iconic PlayStation game. 
that just spans. Well, yeah, the I mean, it was iconic. Obviously, I mean, that oh, was yeah. their. I mean, it was that a, was their big mascot. Yeah. Like they, you didn't have Spyro being the mascot. You had this dude in this crash suit going to Nintendo headquarters and yelling about how Nintendo sucks. Like mm-hmm. Crash was their mascot. Mm-hmm. But I do think that Spyro is ten times better. Um, crash is definitely like low tier of platformers for me. Like Spyro, Ratchet. Uh, Sly Cooper, all those are better in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not even the best at what it does. Yeah. And the but you do have to, I mean, it Temple was. Temple Run is better than Crash. <laughs> wow. I don't know about that. that. That's, that's, that's bold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just my opinion on it. I mean, that's what we're doing here. But <laughs> <laughs> I could sit here and play I, Temple Run longer than I could sit here and play I've Crash Bandit. very big hot take now that you just <laughs> Crash. So. Oh, God. Uh, well, I mean, I, there's not much to, more to say about Crash. No. It's th- it's pretty linear. That's um, all it is. Yeah, I'll yeah. move on to Nick so we can get back around to Jonah. Big hot he take seems and excited. I don't care. Uh, well, it sounds like Jonah's going to have one more. This is my last one unless I think of one. But, Actually, uh, I thought two more while I was sitting here. But but I think that Final Fantasy thirteen is the best Final Fantasy. Okay. Uh, You're wrong. I will, I, I will <laughs> preference this. I've not actually played all the way through 13. Mm. but I mean, it's like three games long now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but the I think that it has the best battle system. The story is very interesting, and I just think people shit on the game because it is linear when, yeah, it is linear, but you know what else is? The remake of 7 that is so highly praised. I don't shit on it because it's linear. I just... After playing 12, it just didn't feel that good of a game. See, I played like four or five hours of 12. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I love 12. I do not like... I played I through 12 like, the way like that four game times. Plays. I love the battle system of Final Fantasy 13, And it might just be because it it reminds me so much of Parasite Eve. Which is weird because 12 is a little bit more like that. But... I don't know, you know what it I, was about 12 that I didn't I like. I feel like people shit on 12 more than they shit on 13. No. No. Because I haven't heard nearly as many bad things about 13 as I, hear I have people, about 12. I hear people all the time say that 12 is the best Final Fantasy. I never hear anyone say that about 13. Maybe Everyone it's just me 13. that you hear saying that. <laughs> no, I mean people on podcasts. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, they love 12. A ton of people do. No one loves 13. I just like 7. <laughs> I mean, three was great too. Three's up there. Uh, they they remade three, I think, in like mid two thousands for the Game Boy Advance or DS, one of the two. Yeah. And I played through it then. I didn't play it originally. Which, to be fair, you've never played through the original Final Fantasy Seven, right? No. So see, yeah, I've I've played it though. Yeah, but you've not played all the way through no. it. The original see, Final Fantasy VII back in its heyday was the gold I, standard. I honestly for feel like Fantasy. Final Fantasy VII, which I don't know, the Final Fantasy VII is the best PlayStation One game of all time. Yeah. I, I'm I'm right there with you. It was. I think Parasite Eve is better than Final Fantasy VII. I mean, I've not played all the way through it, obviously, but yeah. But I'll be honest with you, playing through the remake. Even though it's only like eight hours of the original game, it's kind of ruined my love for Final Fantasy VII a little bit. No, I still love the game, no joke. But I get pissed off more and more every time I think about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, most of y'all listened to our uh, Final Fantasy review that we did, and I was very optimistic throughout that review. Yep. Nope. I'm pissed. And it, it takes me a while. Like normally, when I'm playing a game, um, I, I do everything I can to enjoy it, even if it's 
not my thing or you know not hitting the mark right Mm -hmm. i try to pretend it is until i beat it and then a little while after a couple weeks maybe it starts to set in the things that bothered me and i i understand now why people are bothered by it i'm not saying it's a horrible game but it's definitely not a great game nope it's it's a solid game that's all i'm saying Nah, i wouldn't even call it solid i'd call it liquid shit But that's cool, too. It, it diverged too much. There was too much running back and forth. Too many side quests that were unnecessary. Especially in chapter, what is it? Nine. When you're with Aerith and you're trying to go... Seven, I think. No, seven. Talking about eight. Don Cornelos or When you're trying to go to Don, Don Cornelos, Cornelos. That's yeah. nine. Yeah. Or, yeah, so before that, when she tells you, oh, this path is much shorter than the path that we can, t- that we should, that we can take, it's like... Uh, no, it's not. It's fucking longer. And then I have to do the mechanical arm mini game, which yeah, is fucking you could, stupid. You could run right over in the uh, in the original, in the original yeah. game. You didn't even have to mess with it. It was just part of the background. Again, it's filler. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I fucking hate. But All right, let's hear this bombshell there, Jonah. Um, uh, Crash Team Racing is better than Mario Kart. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know if that's a hot take. I hear that a lot also. Well, well, yeah, it's the best. I thought you were about to come out and say Brawlhalla was better than Smash. (laughs) (laughs) Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla can suck my taint for all I care. I don't know if I can even say taint. (laughs) Oh, well, who cares? Um, Yeah, no, I have more fun playing Crash. Yeah, I hear that from a lot of people. I mean, I didn't play a lot of Crash Team Racing. Which... To be fair, I'm more of a PlayStation guy than yeah. I am a Nintendo guy. So, my other quick hot take is that the physical console Pokemon games are better than the handheld games. What do you mean? Like Stadium? Like Stadium, Coliseum are better than Red, Blue, Green, Yellow, Crystal, Gold, Silver. They were definitely stuff. more unique. Yeah, and I think that's what's got you thinking that because... The, the the main Pokemon games are all the same. And they're linear. They're straight. And, yeah, like, like, Pokemon Stadium, yes, you go through and, like, play gym battles and stuff like that, but you could also, like, have fun with your friends and sit there and yeah. assemble your own team. And it's... Yeah, I, I get it, but I think that falls into, like, the Call of Duty thing where yeah. it's just so watered down. Yeah, I can down. see that. Like, it's just the same thing over yeah. and over. And then, um, yeah, Pokemon Stadium... You know, yeah. with uh, where you with uh, Umbreon and Espeon, that's you know a different, completely story. Yeah, like that. Stadium was amazing. Stadium's fantastic. Yeah, like it, I don't it, know if it holds up. I, I have. It's no just clue. nice to see something that was yeah. diff- way different. Yeah, like yes, you still capture Pokemon, but you have to like open. It's like it's like a mixture of Kingdom Hearts and Pokemon together because you have to open their souls together when you capture like these dark Pokemon, yeah. and then like Celebi's in it. Um, and like my love for Ludicolo is in it, so yeah, but that's that's just how I feel. So that's that's all I got for hot takes. Anything yeah, else? I'm out of them. Yeah, the, I have other film hot takes, but I, I'm not going to get into those because I'd go forever on them. And <laughs> I just know the Forrest Gump is one I can argue really easy. <laughs> so, all right, well, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a little game. For us, I've put down, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine versus matches between two different games. And I want you guys to tell me what you think has the highest Metacritic score. 
Now, all these are, I took, if they're on multi-platform, I took the PlayStation version. Okay. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know if that would really help you guys, but just letting you know for and, anybody that's like checking for some reason if I was right, like and, I took the PlayStation version. And to make this even a better competition, I get, I, I'm adding to your rules a little bit. We can only pick one game. Like we pick, like say he picks one game, I pick the other game. You see what I'm saying? I mean, if you want to do that, yeah, yeah. we could do that. That way, I, you know, I, that I, way are we going to alternate who goes first then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I picked stuff that was pretty close. Like, yeah. I didn't pick something that was like a 60 and a 100. Yeah. Like, they're all within, I'd say, maybe five okay. points of each other at most. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do you guys want to pick who goes first? or? I'll let Mojo go first. Okay. So, the first lineup we have is Persona 5 Royal. Versus 2018's God of War. God of War. I'm left for Persona. God of War has a 94 on Metacritic. Persona 5 Royale has a 95. Mm. Wow. That's... Damn. You never would have thought that. No. <laughs> Since I heard God of War, I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> I like this. All right. My turn. Let's go. All right. One nothing. I like it. We have Halo 5 versus Kingdom Hearts 3. That's a tough one. (laughs) I'm going Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. I guess I'm Halo 5. Halo 5. Kingdom Hearts 3 has an 83 on Metacritic. Halo 5, 84. Mm. Thank you, Jonah. Anytime. All right. uh, Mojo. Resident Evil 7. Versus Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon. You shit. (laughs) (laughs) Resident Evil. Horizon Zero Dawn has an 89. Resident Evil 7 has an 86. Oh, yeah. I knew that. I knew they were both up there. I, I knew. I just knew Horizon was going to win that. I just, I just knew that. Like, you don't have to convince me that Horizon has a better Metacritic. We could have both got a point there, Jonah. These are your rules. Uh, listen, I like it. It's okay. I, I'm okay with it. It just makes me glad knowing that I know the outcome already. All right. For that one, at least. All right, Jonah. Next, we have Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild ah, versus The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I'm going Ocarina of Time. Okay. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild has a 97. Ocarina of Time has a 99. Oh, my God. A 99? A 99. Yes. It, I'm pretty sure it is the highest rated game on Metacritic. Yep. Yeah, I've never even heard of a 99. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Plus, I wasn't going with Breath of the Wild because of it beating Horizon Zero Dawn for Game of the Year, but that's not the <laughs> point right now. So, I don't care if I lost that one. I'm not fucking mentioning Breath of the Wild. All right, Mojo. Bastard. 2-2. Let's go. Red Dead Redemption versus Red Dead Redemption 2. Ooh. Red Ooh. Dead Redemption 2. You Red Dead Redemption, yeah. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 has a 97, and Red Dead Redemption has a 95. Yeah. I knew that. I'm not saying that Red Dead Redemption 2 is a better game than Red it's Dead not. Redemption. Because <laughs> I feel like the story flowed a lot better in Red Dead Redemption than Red yeah. Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. But... I mean, graphically, I mean, yeah. they had horse testicle physics. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, but also your horse in Red Dead Redemption doesn't fucking trip and fall over a fucking pebble <laughs> and throws you onto the damn train tracks where you magically get hit by the perfectly timed train coming down the tracks. 
So, but that's, that's fucking physics. All right, Johnny. Here's one for you. Final Fantasy VII Remake mm. versus Final Fantasy VII Original. Ah, uh, damn. I am going original. Mm, some remake. remake. Remake's got it. No Final way. Fantasy VII Original has a 92. Final Fantasy VII Remake has an 88. Yes! There is hope for the world. <laughs> Was it 3-3 now? Let's go. Yep. All right, Mojo. Some PS2 games, licensed PS2 games. We have Ultimate Spider-Man versus Simpsons Hit and Run. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, definitely Simpsons Hit and Run. I'm going with Spider-Man. Spider-Man has a 74, Simpsons Hit and Run a 78. Damn. All right, Mojo, you can win it right here. But I got to pick. I don't even know what my score is right now. It's four to three. All right, Jonah. GTA Vice City. Oh, God. Versus GTA 3. Ooh. Oh. Oh, damn. I love both. Pick number three, my lord. No. No, I'm going Vice City. Okay. GTA Mojo 3. has three. You should have listened to Mojo. <laughs> damn. Vice City has a 95. GTA 3 has a 97. The only reason, like, I was, which I, I, I was going to pick three, yeah. but it was the revolutionary game. That's true. Like, yeah. if Vice just, City had come out first, I would have went I Vice just, City. Vice City's story is better than 3. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. Vice City is a better just, game than 3. Yeah. So, 3 was like. I, I went with my own personal opinion yeah. on that one. So. All right. All right. Hey, I can't win, but oh well, who cares? Some PS2 game or PS1 games. Oh, Jesus. This is the last one. Mojo's already won, but let's see if he can mess up and give Jonah a point to make it a little closer. Yay. We have Metal Gear Solid Oof. versus Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Mm, it's your turn, buddy. You got to pick. Metal Gear. Right, Jonah gets Tony Hawk. Metal Gear Solid has a 94. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, the highest rated PS1 game with a 98. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. And you got to think, that son of a bitch is getting remastered. Yep. So, yeah, it's weird. Like, the highest rated PS2 game. I'm pretty sure it is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Yeah. Like, like it's I, weird that they're both so high up there. Yeah. I remember 3 being a much better game than 2, personally. Yeah. But I remember 3 having, like, much more interesting maps and everything. Yeah. He, he, he was, and speaking, since we're going into the remaster, if Tony Hawk's remaster 1 and 2 remaster sells really well, you're going to see the rest of them remastered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If not, be DLC. If not, yeah. Like I said, I can't wait. If they do Underground, that's going to be incredible. I can't. I'm really excited. I have a feeling you're either. Here's the game plan. One and two get remastered. The rest get remastered next year. 22, you get a new Tony Hawk game. Brand new. What I want to see is Dave Mira. (laughs) Nobody played the Dave Mira game. I love that game. I freaking love Dave Mira. I don't know what it was. That game just pulled me in. Soundtrack was incredible. Who Had plays Dave Mirror when you're a horny teenager and you have BMXXX? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But, well, uh, when you're like 10 years old and your parents come home with Dave Mirror, I mean, <laughs> what else you, you just have to play? play it, yeah. I, I'm not going to drive out to GameStop or what was it, GameSpot or no, it was probably Walmart. Walmart at that time. Yeah. Kmart. <laughs> Can I refund this for Ryan Sheckler's underground blockbuster? <laughs> and yeah. Ryan Sheckler didn't have a game. I beat Fable <laughs> two straight up through blockbuster. <laughs> oh, Fable! Oh, we need, we need that new one. 
God. We'll, uh, One of these days. Maybe. That's the rumor. We'll, we'll see whenever it, Microsoft announces their first party games. Uh, never know. This summer game fest, perfect time to do it. I'm Just all saying. in on Fable. I love Fable. You got so a new much. console coming out. You got summer game fest, perfect time. Yeah. Just saying. Well, all right, guys. That is going to be it for this week. Appreciate you all listening. Don't mm-hmm. forget we have our Instagram page at Cinegames Podcast. Um, anybody have anything else to say? Uh, drop us a comment if you have any questions or you have anything you'd like us to, to discuss. Yeah, uh, definitely send us a message. Yeah, let us know via Instagram, preferably. Yeah. Um, also, uh, rate us and review us on iTunes for sure, um, and any of the streaming pod, uh, podcast services that you can find out there. Uh, they definitely help out a lot and. Hopefully we can get this thing up and going and get this to a bigger, bigger, better production. Like Nick said, we've already started working on the room itself. We just got to wait on a little bit more to come in, and then we're going to have this thing rolling like a shiny new car. That's worth $80,000, but we're not going to see any of it. But that's not the point I'm trying to make right now. Anyway. Big shout-out to everybody listening uh, in the United States and overseas. I mean, Sweden, Australia, all these other places. We see you guys. We see you listening. We appreciate it. Yep. And thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.